0: You are Locked On Magic, your daily podcast on the Orlando Magic. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is June 3rd, 2020. My name is Philip Ross. I'm the expert and site editor over at Orlando Magic You can just follow me on Twitter at Philip underscore OMD. On today's episode of Locked On Magic, we're going to talk about the NBA's upcoming return to play plan, what it looks like it's going to be, and what's really at stake for the Orlando Magic. We'll also talk about why depth is going to be really important once the season returns. But before we do any of that, I do want to remind you all that you can check out all the great podcasts on the Lockdown Podcast Network by searching "Gravity on the Podcast" for Lockdown in the team you're looking for. Just like this podcast here, covering the Orlando Magic with excruciating detail, this podcast is covering every single team in the NBA with the same level of care and detail that you can only find from a local expert who knows their team best. No matter what team in the NBA you're looking for, there is a podcast for you. Plus, we've got great podcasts from the NFL, NHL, MLB, and colleges too. Download them wherever you download podcasts a day to search for Locked and the team you're looking for. The Locked On Podcast Network, it's your team every day. Today's episode is also brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com The NBA is getting closer and closer to announcing its plan for a return to play. It appears Thursday is the day. Then we will get the official word from the NBA of exactly how this league plans to finish its 2020 season. Uh, with the expected announcement that they will finish that season at Disney, uh, with a potential start date uh, in late July. July July 31st is the at least rumored start date for the NBA season to resume. So we still got a lot of time before the season really picks back up. Um, you know, the the league is going to give players uh, essentially a full month or two full months to get back into playing shape. So we'll get probably a couple weeks of uh, individual and group workouts that are more directed and focused, followed by a training camp for a few weeks to, to get this get these teams back up and running, and then probably a, at least a week, with maybe some scrimmages, but at least a week at the Disney site uh, for teams to get acclimated and comfortable to restart the season. There have been a lot of ideas and plans that have been thrown out there. I pitched my idea to have kind of a group play um, format to, to resume the season and spread the risk around. But the fact of the matter is, I, I think perhaps rightly, I, I think this, this situation certainly calls for group play and, and I explained why uh, the other day. Uh, but perhaps rightly, the NBA is kind of going to kind of go conservative and keep things as simple as possible, which I can appreciate and, and can agree with to some extent finish the regular season, get to the playoffs however quickly you can, and yes, to give a bone to the teams that are outside of the playoff race that that make the trip to Disney, have some type of play-in tournament for the final seed in the playoffs. According to Adrian Wojnarowski and Zach Lowe of ESPN.com, that means that only nine teams will be making the trip from the Eastern Conference. The eight playoff teams, including the Orlando Magic and the Washington Wizards. Now, the West is a completely different story because those teams are so bunched are bunched up so closely and it was likely going to be a race that would go to the final days of the season. The Eastern Conference, though, is different. The Eastern Conference, the Magic had a 5.5 game lead on the Washington Wizards and essentially had the playoffs wrapped up. 5.5 games with 17 to go is not impossible, but judging by the Magic schedule and judging by the Wizards schedule, it was not likely that the Wizards or the Hornets or the Bulls were going to be able to catch the Orlando Magic. Um, I I've said. I think I've said this on this podcast before. I am already willing to say, and you know, regardless of whether the Magic actually make the final playoff field, the Magic are a playoff team this year. They made the playoffs. I, I will call that part of the season mission accomplished. But as I've also argued here, I do think it is important for the Magic to have something to play for uh, as this season concludes. But I would be remiss... If I did not note the inherent unfairness of it all. I spoke last week with Locked On Grizzlies a little bit about how we feel about the, the NBA's plans and, and how they're planning to come back. And, and, I you know, I really want to hammer this point home that the NBA is in a tough spot. There are, is no silver bullet here. There is no perfect solution for how to close the season you've got to balance respecting the regular season with invite with giving incentive to teams at the bottom of the standings to play going straight to the playoffs would not have done that because you know essentially the magic teams like the magic have no reason to show up play four games lose all four go home that's that's not worth that's not worth the time and effort so you've got to do something that makes all this worth the time and effort and a play in game does do that by a, by Putting the eighth seed up for grabs, it gives the Washington Wizards something to play for. It gives them a reason to show up and play hard and and give themselves a chance. Um, It gives those teams in the West, you know, Sacramento, San Antonio, Portland, New Orleans, it gives them something to play for uh, without having to go into kind of breakneck desperation mode in the remaining regular season games, whether it's five, whether it's six, whether it's seven, whether it's eight, whether it's 10, whether it's whatever they have all these opportunities and so that balance is important it's very important in fact and i do think that these plans address that ba- that imbalance but make no mistake about it the magic are losers at least on paper here the magic have fought all year long yes 30 and 35 is not a great record Yes, the Magic would struggle to get to 500, even with the schedule that they had in front of them. But make no mistake about it, the Magic had earned their playoff spot. They earned a five and a half game lead over the Washington Wizards in an injury-filled, frustrating season. They earned their spot in the field. And the NBA is asking them to put everything that they have earned on the line. Yes, the Magic very well could get out of that situation. They could outplay the Brooklyn Nets in the bubble. They could they could play their way into the seventh seed and avoid all thought of a play-in game or a play-in tournament of some kind. So Destiny is still very much in the Magic's hands to some extent. But whoever finishes eighth is essentially putting the most precious and prized possession they have. The thing that you fight all year for on the line. Now again, maybe these are small stakes. Maybe these things don't matter. Because yes, the eight seed is going to face the Milwaukee Bucks. And probably going to get swept. The odds of the Magic getting out of the first round are incredibly low. Not impossible. Crazy things happen when seasons go on hiatus or get delayed. But... It's not likely. I'm not banking on it. I'm not betting on it. But the Magic have done enough to earn a playoff spot. And and all I've ever really asked, uh, if the play-in idea is going to be the direction the NBA goes, all that I've really asked is respect the regular season and give the Magic, or whoever's in eighth, some kind of advantage. Because the Magic have essentially clinched a playoff spot already. And so whether it's Washington's got to beat them twice and Orlando only has to win once to get in. Whatever the case may be, Orlando needs an advantage and an easier path into the playoffs because they've earned it. And if you're going to ask them to put it on the line, you better give them a reason to put it on the line. Or you better give them, you know, the inside track. little insider trading. Having said all that, I, I... ultimately do think that this is a good thing for the Orlando Magic. That this is a good thing for a young team that is still figuring out how to win. And that's the truth. You know, this is still a young team that's short on playoff experience. And going through last year's run and having to clinch the playoffs on the penultimate game of the season was really satisfying and really important for this team. And all that I would say and all that I would really ask is that they have the chance to play their way in again. And in fact, getting that opportunity, I think, is ultimately going to be the biggest part our biggest beneficiary of this team's growth. Going through playoff preparation, going through a playoff series is important. But experiencing pressure, real pressure, and having a chance to win is also pretty important too. So I'm not against the play-in idea. I think the play-in idea ultimately is beneficial to the team. Win or lose, getting that pressure, feeling that intensity, and coming out on the other side winners, I think would be a huge, huge moment of growth for this team. You know, of course, momentum is always the next day's pitcher, so it's what you do with that growth with that momentum and that, that feeling that matters, how it drives you to do more, which, again, certainly a question after the way this season has turned out. Still, I feel like there needs to be some recognition of what the Magic are really putting on the line here. That the Magic are being asked to sacrifice something that no one else in the league, not even the Memphis Grizzlies and the 8th place team in the West, that nobody else in the league is being asked to sacrifice. The Magic are being asked to put their entire season on the line, essentially in one game, maybe two. And I hope the NBA really considers that. I hope the NBA recognizes that and recognizes That thing the Magic are doing to get this season started up again. I don't know how they recognize it. Perhaps it is making it so the Wizards have to beat them twice and the Magic only have to win once to get it. Or, you know, again, the Magic could pass the Nets. I'm not putting that possibility out of the the realm of possibility. But to be sure, the Eastern Conference 8th place seed as having the biggest break from the real NBA season by doing this. But it appears that is the price of getting a regular season back at all. I am not the biggest car person. You know, I I have a car. I take good care of my car, but I'm, I'm not super handy with my car, but uh, you know, chain stores have so many different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. I mean, I've been in some of those car stores and and I always feel a little overwhelmed. I don't really know what I'm doing or what I'm looking at. Um, And and so I don't really know what I'm looking at. And yes, I I think there might be a little potential to be price gouged a little bit, but rockauto.com's prices, are the same for everybody and are reliably low. rockauto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do. rockauto.com is is for everybody and does not require membership or account login if you want to try and fix your car yourself. rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts uh, from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand specifications and prices you prefer. Best of all, with the really catchy jingles, you, you you know you know the ones. You know the ones. They're on Fox Sports. You know the ones.
1: The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
0: Slowly but surely, we're going to get the mechanics of how the NBA season is going to work and how it's going to finish. I mean, I think you know we're still we're still kind of in this phase of. We don't know what it's going to look like. So Thursday or, or Friday, whenever we get the word on how the season's going to finish, uh, it, we're going to have a lot more questions answered than we do right now. I mean, I think just everyone is sort of still in the dark. Uh, I mean, even I, even I think some players are still in the dark on exactly how this thing is going to go and exactly how the NBA season is going to reach a conclusion in 2020. But one thing I do think is clear. One thing that I think is going to be a truth throughout the league and and something that will be different than how the season typically goes. And that's... Games are going to feel sort of like the beginning of the season. You know, yeah, we're going to go through a training camp again. But coaches and teams are not going to be able to rely on their players for the same kind of minutes. Yes, we might jump very quickly into the playoffs, but I don't think you'll be seeing players playing 36, 37, 38 minutes per game like they normally would at this time of the year and in the playoffs. Maybe not until the second or third rounds. The reality is, because players have been off for so long, we're coming up on three months since the last NBA game. Because players have been off for so long, depth is going to be very, very key. I don't think we'll see many players play more than 35 minutes per game. And so teams are going to rely even more on their benches to get them through these games. Both to preserve health of their star players for the playoffs, but also because it's going to be a necessity as players get their get back into game shape and back into game rhythm. You know, teams like the Bucks, Clippers and Lakers have built incredibly strong benches. And that's among the many reasons why they are still considered the favorites to win the championship. And so the Magic are going to have to rely even more on their depth and their bench to get them through these games. And that's going to be a tricky proposition, I think, for the Magic. They have two und- I mean, I think the Magic's bench is good. They've got a lot of solid players on They they go nine deep. You know, Steve Clifford likes to maintain a nine-man rotation. I think he's gonna have to play ten guys once the season picks picks back up again. Um, but you know, he wants to play Wessel Lundu, he wants to play Ken Birch, and doesn't always find the minutes for them. So the Magic have eleven guys that they that they probably really trust and, and feel really good about as far as playing and playing meaningful minutes in a postseason situation. But, again, like, you know, your 11th and 12th guy, and or 10th and 11th guy in Wesawundu and, and Kem Birch, they have their flaws, and their flaws are very similar to a lot of the rest of the roster. They're, they're, they're not great offensive players, they're, they don't provide a lot of shooting. Really, the magic of two offensive pro- producers off the bench, DJ Augustine and Terrence Ross. And, Terrence Ross essentially plays starters minutes. Michael Carter Williams does a good job kind of pacing the team and, and, and being a defensive pass, but you know, he outside of how he played after the All Star break, not a great offensive player either. And so the Magic, their bench, according to Hoopstats.com, ranks 18th in the league in net efficiency. And so, yeah, the Magic are gonna have to asked to get a little bit more from their bench. The Magic are going to have to stagger their lineups carefully and strategically to keep some offense on the floor while also managing players' minutes. I think more than anything, if Mo Bamba really has gained all the muscle that he claims, all the weight that he claims he's gained, the Magic are going to need Mo Bamba to be pretty good. Jonathan Isaac returning wouldn't hurt either. The fact of the matter is, depth is going to be a big deal. Teams are going to need their benches here to end this regular season. There is no getting around this fact. Teams are more health conscious and more aware of how injuries affect players. And so they will need them to be at their best for the next two months, and that's going to require. It's going to require you know the benches to 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 do their part and to step up, and I do think it will be the teams with the best benches, with the most productive benches, that can get the best minutes from those reserve players. It's going to be those teams that I think succeed once we get into the campus setting at Disney. To be sure, I think every team is going to be facing the same issue. This isn't just a magic issue. I think every team is going to be assessing how many minutes they can play their their starters without risking injury or, or fatigue, to be frank. Because again, you're not going to be at home. It's Essentially, it's going to be, you know, Coronado Springs at Disney is very, very nice. But it is not home. And so this is like an extended road trip for everyone. Everyone's going to be tired. Teams are going to have to find a way to keep them fresh. And that's going to be all about depth. Do you trust the Magic's depth here? I think you can. The Magic have had some strong bench performances. And last year, that was a huge strength of theirs. They would win the second and fourth quarters of games. Thanks to Terrence Ross getting hot early on in this early in the game early in this course that's how they would kind of build their lead this year until the all-star break it, it, it hasn't really been that way so i think this is a cause for concern for the magic the wizards actually have one of the better benches in the league i think that that is an advantage that they have heading into the hiatus heading into the into the bubble but, of course, we'll see. We don't really know yet what this is all going to look like. Before we move on, Built Bar ha- has been a sponsor of this program for a little while, and it is the Tasty Protein Bar that tastes like a candy bar. 16 amazing flavors, eight with nu- eight, all with chocolate, eight with nuts, eight without nuts. Uh, soft and easy to chew. These are the protein bars that you want for recovery, for a snack that will you know, not make you feel so guilty or, or terrible after eating it. They taste good. They're full of chocolate. What more could you ask for? Lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Bars are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get $10 off your first order. Again, use promo code LOCKEDON for $10 off at BuiltBar.com.
1: Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
0: Well, that's going to do it for me today. I want to thank y'all again for listening to today's episode of Locked On Magic. You can find me on Twitter at philiprr_ondi. Follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked On Magic. Subscribe to the podcast. Wherever you download podcasts on Apple Podcasts, search or tune in Himalaya, Google Play, Spotify, and all the fun places to download podcasts to your podcast-enabled listening device. Uh, of course, for the latest on the Orlando Magic, you to check out OrlandoMagicDaily.com. You can follow us there on Twitter at OMagicDaily. Don't forget also to check the latest episode of Chad Ford's NBA Big Board. On the latest episode, he is joined by the Ringers' Ryan Russillo as they conduct a 2020 lottery mock draft. So if see all the players the Magic won't be picking since they probably will not be in the lottery. But good good chance to get introduced to the uh, NBA draft class. You know, I, I have some thoughts on the draft class as well. I think that this is a draft where the Magic can find a little bit of shooting at their spot in 15, uh, as well as potentially find a backup point guard, which will be a big issue for the Magic this offseason. So definitely give that a listen to get Chad Ford's take on the top of the 2020 NBA draft. Definitely worth the listen. Don't forget also on Thursday... Magic Classics are back on Fox Sports Florida as they begin airing classic Tracy McGrady games. See Tracy McGrady battle Allen Iverson from a game from, 2000, from March 2002, I believe. Uh, on Thursday, it should take your mind off the fact that Thursday is the 25th anniversary of Game 1 of the 1995 NBA Finals. I'm sorry I brought that up. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about that game, I think, on our next episode of Locked on Magic. Um, if not that game, we'll talk about the 2009 team. I haven't decided yet. Uh, I might talk about the 2019 team because it just makes us a little bit happier um, since Fox Sports Florida just finished uh, airing those games uh, over the weekend. So we'll, we'll have some history talk coming up, plus the latest on the NBA's return to play plan on our next episode of Locked on Magic. But until then, for Orlando Magic Daily and Locked on Magic, this has been Philip Ross Mike. I'll see you all again next time for another episode of Locked on Magic.